Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May the 4th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two in our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is indeed our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. What are their peaceful, restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I'm still live on the road, hanging out in what, Wilmington, North Carolina is where I'm at now. Hard to remember the days and the cities and the places. And <laughs> It's crazy when you're on the road for so long, ladies and gentlemen. At a 10-day stint, came home for two days, took off for another 10 days. 20 days on the road gets a little crazy. I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, but have no fear. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips continues, that's for sure. Tom Jones is still on his 76 marathons and 76 days run, and he's running right now, ladies and gentlemen. How do you like that? You want to learn more about it? All right, go to unitedwepledge.org slash V2V, and you can check it out and keep an eye on the village-to-village run that we're keeping track of. We were there to kick him off. Well, I should say... The shot heard around the world where he took off on his run, and we'll be there at the other end in Utah, Hurricane, Utah. We'll be there on July the 2nd when he runs into town, finishing his 76 marathons in 76 days, all about the run for freedom. You got to dig it. So we're doing that. We're on the road. All things are just crazy everywhere in politics and news that I refuse to use. We uh, talked about our dear friend Becky Akers passed away. Rest in peace, dear Becky. LouRockwell.com highlight three months ago, Becky was diagnosed with a very aggressive cancer that metastatized in her colon or in her lungs everywhere, basically. The bottom line is poor Becky. Her colon, liver, lungs. She fought it with every fiber of her being. But her husband, Mark, emailed me, called me, or I called him back, I should say. My darling Becky, he says... Went very peacefully at 107 on the Monday following Easter. Anyway, great, great effort by Becky. Our prayers are with her family, and she's a sad loss. We used to have her on the radio monthly. Great writer, great conversationalist. She'll be no doubt missed. All right, let's see. We also talked about the leak on Roe versus Wade, not so fast. I had a quick headline about that yesterday because it broke and we didn't have time to dig into it or find out about its authenticity or legitimacy yet. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds today. Sam goes on a Charleston, South Carolina carriage ride, and Mark, our tour guide, provided commentary on it. A great little town bite. We played that. We also played Sam reflects on our duty to Americans while on a Charleston South Carolina uh, Fort Sumter boat tour. That was great. Also, I tried she crab soup. That's kind of fun. So we checked that out yesterday. Second hour, we had our guest on. It was the Bridie on TV um, simulcast with the Sheriff Mac Show and Liberty Roundtable Live. And we had our guest on, Mrs. Rhonda Kennedy. She's candidate for U.S. House of Representatives in California. 
And Rhonda's running against Adam Schiff. Wow. RhondaKennedy.com is her website. She has a great chance to win in California, too. Uh, the good sheriff asks Rhonda, what is the number one issue in America we need to fix? Go back and listen to that broadcast to find out. We also talked about does Mrs. Kennedy support any mandates whatsoever? You can go ahead and listen to that broadcast for the answer to that as well. Rhonda is not a Republican puppet, ladies and gentlemen. Her guide is the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That's refreshing, isn't it? Anyway, archives of the simulcast of the Sheriff Mack show on Brighteon TV uh, in video can be found at Brighteon.com. The live stream is at Brighteon.tv. The simulcast radio program can be found at LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, BrighteonRadio.com, and all kinds of other places across the Internet. So check all that out. And that's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. Today we're live once again on the road, but we've got our buddy James Edwards with us. He's going to break down all kinds of topics with me. James Edwards uh, does his own talk show called The Political Cesspool. Race, politics, and hypocrisy in the 21st century. The Political Cesspool.org. Welcome back, sir. Boy, Sam, it's great to be back with you. A little bit jealous. I was listening to your show yesterday, and I heard about that uh, boat tour to Fort Sumter, which I have visited, the she-crab soup. There is some great eating in Charleston. I've had some amazing times there. Uh, excited that you had the chance to be there on your uh, countrywide tour, as it were. And it's uh, very exciting times here for me and for all of us, I guess. Uh, so since Saturday, since I was last on the air, uh, all of this talk about Roe versus Wade has come up and come out, and this is probably the most significant, if it goes through. I know right now it's just the memo of what they uh, intend to do, but it hasn't been done yet. But if this goes through, this is without a doubt the biggest victory for social conservatives in the culture war ever, ever. And I, if you go through a dead zone, I know you're traveling, I can riff on this. I've got a lot of thoughts on this. I yeah, we're going to cover this show. in great detail, ladies and gentlemen, this Roe versus Wade discussion with uh, James Edwards. We're going to dig into the details about this because there's so many aspects to this. It is just incredible. All right, first off, Martin Fox, one of the pro-life groups, speaks out. Abortion is the slaughter of the innocent. Yet we keep hearing, quote, safe, legal, and rare. Well, the fact is, ladies and gentlemen, it's none of the three. All right, that's the mantra of the abortion lobby to justify unrestricted abortion for the full nine months of pregnancy and beyond. But, ladies and gentlemen, they're hiding the truth on all three counts. All right, not even the pro-abortion national media has been able to cover up recurring instances of severely injured women because of a botched abortion. Okay, it is disaster, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's start with that reality before we even get to the case, James. It's amazing to me that the mainstream press can literally double down with the abortion mills, uh, that the mainstream press uh, and the government can be together on this, and they can literally promote this lie. Remember, we're in the era of, hey, they want access to true news. Uh, nobody can you know, put fake news out there. Nobody can whatever. But yet they've literally had the slaughter of the innocent. Okay, yet we keep hearing safe, legal, and rare. That's all bogus. We've heard that for literally 50 years, and it's absolutely fake news if you study at all. 
you understand that this mantra of the abortion lobby is a lie. They're hiding the truth on all three counts. Not even the pro-abortion media can cover up uh, the, the botched abortions and the damage done and the uh, racist agenda. And, I mean, if, if you study for two seconds, you realize what a fake news lie they've been peddling for 50-plus years. Let's start there, James. Well, that's a great place to start, Sam. And uh, like I said, a lot of angles, like you said, a lot of angles to come at this from. But with regards to the way that this has been presented and the treatment that this issue has gotten over the five decades since Roe versus Wade was uh, put into effect by the Supreme Court, of course, it's always been a lie. If it's rare, I would hate to see how many babies would have been slaughtered had it been common, because you're looking at tens of millions, tens of millions of babies uh, that have uh, been murdered in the womb by so-called doctors and by um, mothers who should not have been given that choice. You know, the choice that they had was to whether or not to have uh, unwanted uh, sexual intercourse that might lead to a pregnancy. They did have a choice, and they made a choice. At that point, after that choice is made, you you have consequences, or there is uh, a result of that action, and murdering your child shouldn't be one of the options at your disposal. It is murder, uh, and so there's that. And you're talking about, again, tens of millions. That is That is not a rare thing. That is something that happens. I think all of us probably know. I think everybody listening probably knows somebody who has had abortion or a friend of a friend, if not... Uh, someone uh, you're intimately uh, related to or, or, or a close friendship. Uh, so there's that. And then this whole thing, just the, just the way this is being, this current situation uh, is is being uh, covered, it's, it's sort of like the so-called don't say gay bill in Florida. Well, of course, what Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislature was rightly doing was not telling people you can't talk about homosexual which i would have been fine with that by the way hey, listen their worst nightmare it doesn't go far enough for me but it wasn't don't say gay they're trying to outlaw the uh the the saying of gay or the the talking and this about is those again issues. where whenever they want an agenda to continue the propaganda is just fine it never said don't say gay in the bill at all it had nothing to do with it, it was just a mock manipulation term they <laughs> used to try to get their agenda um going or get their agenda the opposition up but the fact is it was fake news it was a lie it well, was it was, and it, James. Of course, you know the whole thing was they just didn't want sexual education of any kind uh, re- being taught in K through third grade schools, which is very normal to me. I mean, kids at that age shouldn't be taught about sex, no matter the orientation, and. Uh, so that's what that was about. But this thing isn't a ban on abortion. It's not like all people who seek to have an abortion will be imprisoned. Although I wouldn't be opposed to that either, or. Uh, that they won't be available. What this is doing is not banning abortion per, per se, but doing what, what should have been done at the very least and kicking it back to the state. So if let's just assume this goes through, Sam, uh, as I hope it will. Uh, I saw a very interesting chart uh, that documented what will immediately happen in each state if uh, this ruling is overturned by the Supreme Court. So, And it breaks up this way. Remember these numbers. 18, 13, and 19. 18, 13, and 19. I'll tell you what that means when we come back. 18, 13, and 19, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious, ladies and gentlemen. Not even the pro-abortion national media or your government has been able to cover up the recurring abuse of women with botched abortions. They can't cover it up. The truth shall set us free. Hang tight. 
We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Gentlemen, James Edwards, ThePoliticalSuccess.org, and Sam Bushman on your radio breaking down this Supreme Court case leak discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, more information than you can possibly imagine. The repercussions and the breakdown of this will take us a while. There's a lot of topics uh, to discuss. You had numbers for us to remember, James. Yeah, so we were talking in the last segment about how the media is, of course, not accurately or honestly reporting on what this Supreme Court decision would do, and that's not uncommon for anybody who follows the media. But what it would actually do is kick it back to the states to decide. And I saw a chart that listed how that breakdown would be on day one of the potential overturning of Roe versus Wade. And in 18 states, you would have a codified right to abortion. Abortion is the legal law of the land in these states. It's codified in these states. And these are the coastal states, okay, as you might expect. And this is breaking down exactly how you would probably expect. These are the coastal states plus Colorado, New Mexico, and Illinois. All right? So in those 18 states, you'd have a codified right to abortion. Abortion would be immediately banned in 13 states. And I bet you can guess where they are. It's in most of the Confederate states uh, plus Utah, Idaho, Oklahoma, and a little bit surprisingly to me, the Dakotas. All right, and then there would be no immediate ban or protection in 19 states. And this includes uh, sort of a grab bag of states like Alabama and South Carolina, which would probably pass a state ban uh, pretty quickly in light of the new decision that would actually give them the power to do so. As you have 19 states that haven't really acted to either make it law or to ban it because they've always deferred to the Supreme Court. So I think another thing, though, Sam, that we need to focus on is that this decision is shaking things up uh, in a way that could help us in the long game. 
And um, let me explain quickly what I mean by that. First of all, I think that this is the legally correct decision. I mean, to suffice it to say, there is no right to abortion in the Constitution. But uh, beyond that, this will accelerate the big sort, okay? And by that, I mean at least some people will begin to move to states that suit them politically. And every such step is a step towards separation, which, which I applaud, uh, so you're going to have a sorting out of these things, and uh, for us to have a future, this current system is going to have to fall. Whether it's it, it's sacked, and whether there is a fundamentalist and a conservative renaissance that can capture it, or or, or it breaks apart, we have to uh, remove ourselves from the from this culture of death. And this is a this is a, a, a big tool in that arsenal if this actually goes through. All right, now let's break this down even a little bit more. If you look at some of the details in the ruling, we hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled, Justice Samuel Alito wrote, in a draft opinion that has the majority of justices overruling these abortion decisions. Chief Justice John Roberts did affirm that the leak was legitimate. When I say legitimate, meaning the leaked opinion was real, ladies and gentlemen. But he wants to really double down and say, listen, just because there's a draft, just because it's real, that does not represent the court until it's officially released. He promised to find the leaker. Now, Senator Mike Lee, conservatives and legal experts are all calling for justices to release the Roe versus Wade decision. Uh, And the Supreme Court issues rare statement on the ruling, basically saying, hey, you know what? We are ordering a marshal to investigate. They really want to know who made this leak happen. Now, I hope we have a jettisoning of Roe versus Wade. I hope we stand for pro-life. As you know, James, I've been one of the biggest advocates that pro-life is the top key singular issue that we conservatives or constitutionalists or Republicans or whatever you want to call, um, you know, our people, uh, the pro-life people, et cetera. This is the real quintessential issue. If you can't protect the most innocent among us, who can you protect is the idea. Uh, And I think it's critical that we get on this, and I hope we have success. But when you have this leaked by an unknown source, my guess is a liberal somewhere leaked it. And their goal was to get real opposition and force this discussion in hopes that, hey, if that's the way the court was leaning, that they might be able to take time to twist arms. They might take time to commit violence. They might take time to, to get radical and to, to uh, hopefully change the outcome before the final release. Um, that's just speculation because we don't know who leaked it yet, right? No, uh, I have not seen who has leaked it, or but, I mean, obviously it's going to be one of the clerks of uh, one of the left-wing justices on the court. With Maybe. Certainly. Or it could be the hackers. Well, we'll find what out. If you have a moder- I, I, what if you have a modern-day Julian Assange or a Snowden? Possible, possible. I, I would bet on the other, but that, that that's a possibility. Either way, either way, though, it um, you don't just – of course, the Julian Assange thing was, um, was massive, but I, I don't know if I've ever heard of a Supreme Court uh, decision being leaked in advance like that. Certainly not one as momentous to American history as this. Well, so the real question becomes, it's an assault on the court, though. The leaker is a criminal, though. I don't know that they have authority or rights to do this. And um, 
has you to know, be. Oh, you, becomes... you can, I'm sure it's a crime. Of course, I've seen the media. I've seen several media reports treating this guy as a as a hero, and he must be protected. In fact, uh, but they're not a hero. Senators and congressmen. Yeah, well, so you have left wing senators and congressmen saying they'll do everything they can to shield and protect this whistleblower. He's a you know just a good guy. And my response is it's Our criminal cow. activity at the highest levels, and this is a serious problem because the question becomes what happens to our institutions if there is no, uh, and you can say national security, you can say classified, you can say um, the court, um, until they release their ruling, uh, has the right to the privacy of the courts to debate and discuss this openly without uh, you know tipping their hand, et cetera. You know, where do you think this goes in terms of an institutional question uh, if well, this is leaked and if we don't find the leaker and prosecute? Well, why does this matter? This is a good question, Sam, that you just asked. Why does it matter? Is it just because is it just that we're upset because it violates some sort of courtroom norms or the regular procedure of the court during this decision making deliberation? No, I, I mean I don't care so much about the technical rules of it all, but of course why it matters. I mean I do care about that, but that's not the biggest reason. I and mean, the reason it matters so much is that if you have this leak, I mean keep in mind that the Supreme Court justices are human. You have a leak like this on a case this big. This is the this would be the one of the biggest things that's happened in my lifetime. Um, no doubt about it. Politically speaking and culturally speaking, a leak like this, though, in advance of it actually being submitted and it becoming law, gives the left, and we know how prone to violence the left are. They truly are. You, you look at Antifa. You look at Black Lives Matter. This is, uh, this is um, a collection of radicals and, and violent extremists. I mean, truly and without exaggeration, it gives them the opportunity and the time uh, to put violent pressure on these justices. I, decisions could be changed, minds could be changed, potentially, based upon uh, the threat of violence that I guarantee you will be coming now. And not just that, the media pressure. Uh, all, it, these people are fallible. I mean, especially Supreme Court justices, as we've seen so many times. The President of the United States now weighing in on this, all of Congress. I saw Elizabeth Warren out there screaming and hollering. Uh, like a wild woman. So this is going to put an, un, uh, an untold amount of pressure on the justices to dig their heels in. And that's a tough thing. You say, oh, well, I would do it, no problem. Well, you don't know until you're in that position. you got threats of violence and then the most massive political pressure uh, I, I think imaginable in a case like this will be applied onto these people. Uh, so could they change their mind as a result of this leak? Yes, they could. Uh, and it's my prediction that they will. Ah, very interesting. I pray they won't, but I think they will, and I'll tell you why. I don't think they can handle the pressure of the left. The left is so extreme. The media has uh, basically promoted abortion for 50-plus years. It's a repudiation of the media. Once again, they're already at, a, at an all-time low because they've been um, shown wrong on so many issues, uh, COVID being one of them. They lied about COVID to the point of a, a, you know insanity. They got caught with their lies. They doubled down and defended Biden, Biden, Biden. Now they have to literally show Biden as a buffoon staggering around, all confused everywhere. They're literally having their heads handed to them on every issue under the sun to where they've been peddling fake news for decades. And they're so they need to defend their abortion status, their stance. Um, they they need to put pressure. I, I, I don't know if the justices can take it. You think they can take it? That is a great question. We'll find out. I'll tell you if Somehow, some way, this falls apart, and all of a sudden, you start seeing headlines: Supreme Court reverses its its uh, p 
impending decision, you're going to know it was because of the pressure, because how else would they have arrived at the conclusion that has been leaked? And, of course, you have Justice Roberts, uh, the head of the court, saying, yes, this is, as you mentioned, this is legitimate. This isn't a rumor. This is our decision. It just hasn't been you know, filed yet or gone through the, the proper play out. Uh, but if it does change, you know it's going to be only one reason. There's only one variable. It's going to be the pressure put on them by the government, by the other branches of the government, and then, of course, uh, this violent threat of pressure that the left is always allowed to get away with. And if if they do change, you know it's because of this, and it's just going to drift away. There's going to be no investigations as to, to why. Well, hold on now. Oh, wow, we Hold we on the now. <laughs> what if, on the other hand, the justices say... And I'll tell you what they might say coming up after the break. We'll talk about it. James Edwards, Sam Bushman, pro-life versus pro-death. The nation will decide. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. In an effort to hit back at inflation in America, the Federal Reserve is expected to raise its money rate by a half percentage point today. The Fed is also expected to announce the start of a program to wind down its roughly $9 trillion balance sheet by $95 billion a month starting in June. J.D. Vance emerged victorious in Ohio's crowded Republican Senate primary Tuesday beating out a field of contenders to replace retiring Senator Rob Portman. He will now be facing off against Democrat Tim Ryan in November. Wow. I got to say, I thought this would feel good. It feels even better than I thought it would. Thank you all so much. J.D. Vance got President Trump's endorsement. That gave him a 10% advantage at the polls over his closest competitor. As for Trump, his endorsements were perfect, 77 and 0 across Illinois and Ohio. USA Radio News. How does balance of nature help your body? Well, let's look at the science. Your body is made up of billions of cells. Each one of these cells has a specific job to do inside of your body, from carrying oxygen from your lungs to your brain, to fending off diseases and other foreign invaders. So how do you keep these all-important cells healthy? You have to feed them fruits and vegetables. Eating a diet rich in a wide variety of fruits and vegetables will give you all of the necessary nutrients your cells need to carry out their jobs. Balance of Nature provides your body with this wide range of nutrients in the easiest way possible. You don't have to worry about buying, storing, or preparing produce every day. All the nutrition fits easily into your hand. Trust the science and start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and be sure to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code USA. Chief Justice Roberts on a draft leak concerning Roe versus Wade yesterday, quote, to the extent this betrayal of the confidence of this court was intended to undermine the integrity of our operations, it will not succeed, end quote. One of President Biden's leadership decisions was to stop construction of the U.S.-Mexico border wall. Now, as the illegal infiltration at the U.S.-Mexico border continues, Tim Berg reports on more numbers. Border Patrol agents apprehended 211,972 illegal immigrants along the southern border in April, according to preliminary Customs and Border Protection numbers. That's the highest April on record. 
The CBP statistics also indicate that more than 58,000 illegal immigrants evaded apprehension in April, with Tucson, Arizona and Del Rio, Texas being the two busiest sectors for gotaways. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Senator Mike Lee. Legal experts, conservatives, all calling for the justices to release the decision completely. That's an interesting question or idea. The Supreme Court says they want a marshal to investigate. This leak is disaster. In fact, Mark Levin goes so far as to say that this Roe versus Wade uh, leak is a great assault and warns U.S. institutions are going to collapse if this is allowed to continue. Very interesting statement. Will the Supreme Court change their minds uh, is the question. And I find this interesting, James, because I'm convinced, what if they do this? They leak this conservative side. They put their finger in the wind and gauge the repercussions if they go that way. And then what if they're, uh, everybody's begging for the release of the whole thing? And so they say, okay, fine. And now they release the liberal side. And the liberal side says, hey, we're going to double down in defense of a woman's right to choose. Da, 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 da. You know, the, in other words, the Roe the row, uh, agenda. They've been peddling in the media the agenda for 50 plus years. And they release that. And then they just simply say those are both, um, uh, you know, drafts of the debate and the discussions uh, point by point. Da, 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 da. And we don't really know what we're doing yet. We haven't decided. This was taken out of context. This was. And so here's the other side of the discussion. Then what, James? Well, I, I guess if that happened, first of all, I, I want there to be some sort of a collapse of the existing order. Now, I'm not talking about that in some sort of um, anarchist type of type of deal, but this is the biggest cultural shift in in my lifetime for the better. I mean, there's been many going back to the so-called gay marriage being legalized and all of that. There have been many that have been cultural shifts that have been very bad. This is the only one I can remember, and it, it wasn't just a small one. It's a huge one, groundbreaking, uh, that, that has gone uh, in the direction of the good guys. But, yeah, I, I mean, if you keep leaking and leaking, um, well, I, I think we already know the arguments. I, I, I don't think there's going to be really anything of a surprise in either of the arguments, the arguments for or against that could be No, there won't be a surprise, but we'll just simply say, look, this was nothing but a draft. There's two sides to this story. You're just seeing the internal workings of our debates and our discussions internally. That's all. Well, that's, look, uh, to me, Sam, all of all of it's fine. I mean, yes, it's illegal. Yes, this guy should be should be. Uh, tracked down and arrested and prosecuted I, I, it's not fine because I, I of course we were talking in in the last segment about what ill effects it could have it could go so far as to change the minds of these justices it would be fine if they dig their heels in because it's all fine if you have a will to power if you have a, a will to power i mean this this whole thing though going back to, to roe versus wade was not merely absurd in its inception it was an outrageous fraud a judicial lie, a lie so clearly trumped up as to be an insult to the intelligence of anyone who reads it. The issuance of such a transparently trumped up decision is really all one needs to know uh, about how the judicial system operates. So we have to have people who are that dedicated to doing what's right. 
uh, regardless of the repercussions and, and winning no matter what, no matter what's thrown in their way. So I hope that these justices can can be that. And if they are, the leaker didn't get his way or her way and everything worked out the way it should. But I got to say again, I got to say again, this totally, totally transforms the legacy of Donald Trump. For all of his fits and starts and ups and downs and good things and bad things that he did, if pro-life is your issue, he was your man. And he put these people on the court that are on the cusp of undoing a great evil in this country. And I don't think, Sam, we've talked he about that He also stood for more, more for pro-life than any other president in our lifetimes, James. I mentioned that many times, and it's true. He did more for pro-life than anybody else, not only the court selections but beyond that uh, he spoke to the pro-life groups he advocated for pro-life as you know we run a commercial that articulates his views very well on this etc 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 so yeah donald trump is the guy that's made a big difference there will the court change their minds i don't know will we see another side to this discussion will they leak more or release more and just simply say that's just uh, relevant in the context of our internal discussions debate i don't know But Matt Staver of Liberty Council says this, my team was on the front lines exposing Planned Parenthood executives who admitted under oath that they were illegally selling the organs harvested from babies. There was no question that some of these procedures would have resulted in live births, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Abortion advocates are literally testifying that. There's no prosecution for this evil. So how far will this go, James? If we really have this legal precedent stand and say, hey, we're not going to support pro-death anymore. We're going to leave it to the states. Some states are now pushing for beyond uh, live birth abortions, if you will, to where the baby's actually already born and they're advocating for murder. Uh, then you've got these baby parts being sold. Uh, and you know where does this go? There seems to well, be no I, accountability no matter what. Wherever it goes, it's going to be better than where it's going now if if this uh, is successful and if this plays out the way it has been so loudly rumored to, to, to do. Uh, I, I do think it should be. We were talking about how the left is uh, intentionally reporting this inaccurately, saying it's a ban. Uh, I wish it really was uh, an outright ban uh, that would uh, be applied to all of the state. You know, and how did these how did some of these states get to codify their own law? Anytime it's a law the left doesn't want, the Supreme Court overrules the states, but see the right will allow states to make uh, left-wing states to to make their own decisions in a way that uh, a left-wing court never allows conservative states to make their own decisions. But if it um so it, it should be a ban. I don't. We already have laws against murder, so I don't really have never understood why it's not applicable to to infanticide. But it, it does go to show. And I was talking about this with the guest just last Saturday, Sam, on my program with regards to Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, which is of course nothing compared to this uh, as 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 big of a shift in censorship and free speech as that is uh we were using that as the example and that is the contact uh, text of saying that you just the future is unpredictable history is chaotic and and then we said that on saturday with regard to musk's purchase of twitter and now 
three or four days later, you have uh, the the very real possibility now, and in fact, the likelihood of Roe versus Wade being overturned. Nobody saw that on Saturday, Sam. Just less than a week ago, nobody thought one of the greatest injustices in the history of the world would be overturned, myself included. And that just goes to show everything can happen quickly. It's never over. And when you have these these victories, which which is which have been rare, but which could become more likely going forward, and I, I could talk about why in a minute, it, it makes the enemy overreact. Okay, so Trump made them overreact. And when they overreact, they become hysterical and they make unforced errors. Trump did it. Musk is doing it. The Supreme Court is is really doing it. And, yes, I mean, you were seeing a, a, a schism between the states, and you very well may see a breakup. And you may have to have that breakup for america to endure i mean would you really miss california would you really miss new york are they net gain well, or then net you gotta, drag uh, then you got to kind of understand or think about this a little bit too if it is allowed to go to the states uh if the federal government simply says hey we're, it's a state issue now we're not gonna you know whatever uh and you're gonna have these states that are absolutely murderous states then these states that are conservative. So the Rocky Mountains and the southern southern states primarily uh, are right. going to be the conservatives, and the uh, coastal and a few states uh, in between there are going to be the absolute liberal states. But then the question becomes: What happens in America when people cross borders for murder? Uh, when people move to states for conservative values, and I, you know, I don't want to live in a pro-death state. To me, it's starting to become a litmus test of where I'm willing to live. Hey, I want a state that has no income tax or a state that has no property tax. I'm looking for the first state that has neither. There isn't one yet, but I'm waiting. Uh, you know, you put that together. You know, I want a pro-life state. I want a state that uh, protects right-to-work laws, uh, etc. Pretty soon, there's going to be this litmus test of about ten things where you can go, "Hey, I'm willing to live here, and I'm not willing to live there." That'll go both ways as liberals continue to gravitate towards the pro-death states and conservatives gravitate towards the pro-life states. That's going to be a real issue, James. Well, that's right. And uh, as that big sort, as I call it, is sorting itself out uh, there's there's a few things we can do and we would be we would do well to remember and this is things everybody can do everybody wants to i say everybody i mean it's a young man's dream to storm the keep and take back what you lost and you know restore order and righteousness but so you know timing and circumstance have to be right for any cause to flourish and we very well may be seeing a realignment as we speak but until then reject modernity uh, reject the culture of death, abjure the realm, raise strong families, and wait for the moment. That's what we can all do, uh, and it is a good versus evil thing. We've seen what these people look like, Sam, at the inauguration. Evil manifests even in your outward appearance. Got to stand strong on this and hope these justices do. Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Matt Staver has another comment we'll dig into in seconds on your radio. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. James Edwards, yours truly breaking down the Supreme Court case leak on Roe versus Wade. Time will tell what this all means and if they're going to reverse themselves or what they're going to do here. Will the Supreme Court be changing their minds is the ultimate question on everybody's minds right now. But Matt Staver of Liberty Council had a real important, uh, in my opinion, statement. And here's what he said. The court is doing its job. Now the rest is up to us. It is time to stop infanticide. Let's pass the Born Alive Act to help end this brutal reign of terror across the states in America. I think he's got a valid point that, you know what, the Supreme Court has done their job. The decision has been leaked. It's up to us, we the people, to mandate they cross the finish line. James? It may happen, Sam. It may happen in the not-too-distant future. We've been uh, sort of stabbing at this thing in a couple of different directions. Uh, I'll take a very quick, broad view, a bird's-eye view of what's going on and why Matt Staver's uh, desire could become a reality. So this whole issue, here's what you've got. Roe versus Wade likely being struck down by a 5-4 majority in the Supreme Court. Now, the Democrats are going to try to codify Roe before the midterms, but they're going to fail due to the Senate filibuster. As long as Cinema and Manchin hold uh, firm, this uh, is not going to be able to, 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 to fly. Roe's going to get struck down because Democrats are unable to compete with Republicans in rural states. Three of the five justices, you've got Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett, and we were talking about this in the last segment, who are voting to strike down Roe, were appointed by Donald Trump. And this just goes to show again, Sam, about the republic versus a direct democracy thing. This is a republic. Donald Trump lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton, but he won via the Electoral College. The Supreme Court uh, also chose to make George W. Bush president over Al Gore. The president is elected by the electors who are chosen by the people of the states, not directly by the whole people. And thank God for that, or none of this would even be be a part of the conversation today. Now, by this is to Matt Staver's point. 
by taking so many extreme stands on cultural issues to appease wealthy donors and coastal urbanite liberals, Democrats have narrowed their coalition and lost critical elections, which has gradually reshaped the federal courts, slowly but surely. The rural and white working class bias of the Senate and Electoral College is tilting the system against the Democrats, and it's getting worse for them. Even when Democrats win by a landslide like they did in the 2018 midterms, they didn't pick up enough Senate seats to pass the progressive agenda. So the demise of Roe could be the, be the, the beginning of the collapse of the current order here in America that has been the subject of so much discussion in recent years. Um, and again, uh, it's the, the biggest victory for social conservatives ever in my lifetime. Totally transforms Donald Trump's legacy. And uh, because of how the Democrats have played these issues, going back to BLM and transgenderism and all of this other just too far out stuff, even for the, the for liberal bases, uh, they have boxed themselves into a corner. And if conservatives, if conservatives uh, will stick it to them, they can do those things that Matt said, and uh, they can do a lot more. And I've seen Hillary Clinton and AOC saying, oh, it's not just going to be uh, abortion. It's going to be uh, gay marriage. It's going to be this. And to that I say, take it all back. Take it all back. I want it all and then some. Uh, but they're going to have to have uh, the conviction of the left to stick it to them, and, and conservatives typically don't. Sad but true, ladies and gentlemen, but will we – do our job. You know how the court's done their job? Now there's violence at the Supreme Court, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned. But Planned Parenthood is organizing pro-abortion protests nationwide outside of courthouses across the country, uh, in addition to already being outside the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. Radical abortionists don't hesitate to resort to extreme, violent, whatever agendas to get their way. Okay, they'll use intimidation, intimidation tactics. They'll use violence. Look, folks, it's the religion of the far left, James. Yeah, it is a religion. Political correctness is a religion. All of this stuff, and it is spiritual. This is a spiritual war. Make no mistake about it. By the way, Sam, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but our good friend Scoop Stanton, who hosts uh, the, the program after mine on Saturday nights here on Liberty News Radio Network, was actually at the Supreme Court milling around last night. And uh, it was a sparse crowd, he said, more reporters than protesters. But I, I mentioned this just before the last, the last break. We've seen what these people, who these people are. Now, outside of a glamorous celebrity or something to that effect who, who's saying it to keep their job or, or, or you know, they, these are certainly outliers in terms of the physical appearance. I mean, this is, it, it's sort of like the Lord of the Rings. When, when, you, when you embrace evil power, it manifests outwardly. And when you and I, Sam, were at the inauguration of Donald Trump in January of 2017, there in Washington, D.C., we had press credentials. We were reporting for this network uh, just right there, a stone's throw away from Donald Trump as he was sworn into office. Lots happened since then. But one thing that was happening exactly then, that very same weekend, was this pink hat march where all of these people who were in favor of abortion and they were so afraid that Donald Trump would do radical things to abortion. And thank God it looks like they may have been correct in that. Uh, but they were they were all there the same weekend. Their march uh, was taking place on the mall the day after the inauguration. And uh, because we were all there at the same time, we saw a lot of these people around town. And there were even quite a few of them staying at the hotel that we were at. And again, this evil, when you embrace the culture of death, it manifests even in your outward appearance. I mean, these people 
are freakishly ugly, and they don't have to be. I mean, they want to be. They they, they choose to be obese. They choose to to put piercings everywhere and, and dye their hair purple and wear black lipstick and things like that. I mean, it really is a caricature. But that's what evil does to you, Sam. It rots you from the inside out. There should be no place and, for it in this society. That's what they always say about something they can help it, I think they're taken over by demons. I don't know if you know, but yes. a couple of weeks ago, I played on the radio uh, where they um, were uh, in Congress, and Congress was discussing a lot of this and different things, and there were literally just demons in the Florida legislature just going, ah, and just, I mean, you know, you would hear the sound bites, and they were just unhinged, wailing and gnashing of teeth, and just, I mean, it's biblical-esque, to say the least, where you just go, are you kidding me? Are these people for reals? They're literally possessed. Uh, to the point where, ladies and gentlemen, that's what you're starting to see in America, a super polarization on the spiritual front. Will we double down in defense of Christian values and, and, and the moral beliefs that have made this country what it is, a great country? Or are we going to then spiral down to the recent decades of, of abuse and turning against God's laws and God's morality into this demon state? You know, you have these people that are just literally, I mean, you, you see their faces, they contort, you see their actions and the sounds they make and you just go are these humans or animals what the what the heck is going on and you see the polarization so blatant i submit to you that we ain't seen nothing yet james yeah it's it's true ladies and gentlemen this isn't an exaggeration maybe you've seen it yourself we've seen it doing this as we do and it's sad it's it's sad i mean this isn't making fun of people uh and i agree this outward appearance it, it is almost demonic this is the spiritual warfare i mean you're talking about the murder of children who who could be so look if you just say listen it inconvenienced my career i'm gonna have to go ahead and do it because this is what mo is most important to me if you have this cold steely decision-making process about it i i guess maybe that's one thing but if if you are so animated uh, to take action uh, to to where you become unhinged like this and you look like this and you scream like this. And, and we've seen these people at these protests. I mean, they, they are screaming with every fiber of their being. They are that determined to be able to murder their own children or to have other people be able to murder their own children. Uh, who could get, regardless of how you come to your conclusion on the on the right to life, how could you be so in favor of it that you, 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 go to that extent to to advocate for it I, I just don't understand this should be something that's a solemn thing uh but they get so uh so uh, agitated and animated in hopes that, they do uh, but we the conservatives need to get we the conservatives need to double down on the culture war too they're hardcore demonists you know in their attitudes and behaviors and they, they get radical extreme and violent uh as this gores their religion uh, which is pro-death, but you know what? We, the conservatives, need to be just as passionate and peaceful about our agenda, which is pro-life. We want to protect the most innocent among us. We want to stand for pro-life. We want to, the idea that you've got only a third state that'll stand up strong for pro-life, 18 states that'll double down in defense of abortion, and the remainder kind of virtually undecided or unconfirmed at this point, that alone uh, shows the culture war we're in, James. No, you're exactly right. Make no mistake about that. Uh, it's We need more pastors like we had there during the American Revolution, and, and as depicted in the movie The Patriot, where they're leaving their pulpits with their rifles in hand. You know, you could do that at that time because there was actually a war going on. But, I mean, now you just have 
you just have uh, clergy that are too afraid of losing their 501c3 status to, to speak out on, on just about anything. Abortion is actually one of the things they'll speak out on, but they do it from the comfort of their churches. They don't really get out in the street and do anything. Um, and yes, I mean, but if they if we did get animated like that, as I, and I agree with you, Sam, our people should, we would at least be presentable while doing it, and at least while doing it, we would be animated uh, to save lives, not take them. I think that's a big difference. Yeah, and it's shocking to me, though, how we just don't seem to take I mean, we're like, wow, the court ruled in our favor. I hope they stay strong. But we've got to now advocate, though. Matt Staver's point about, look, the Supreme Court's done their job. Now it's time for us to double down and do ours. Are we going to push to promote and pass the uh, Unborn Protection Act? Are we going to um, really focus on these things in meaningful ways? Or are we just going to sit back and let it play out and not be th- that engaged and involved? I say right now is our opportunity I should just say the opportunity of a lifetime, right? It absolutely is. And I don't know what we can do except to show up in numbers and and have demonstrations or vigils or anything we can to encourage the justices to see this thing through. We know it's not just rumor. Uh, Justice Roberts confirmed the authenticity and legitimacy of, of this, but it has not been put forth yet. It has not been put through the, the, the process yet. Uh, so, yes, we need to do what we can to counterbalance the pressure that they're going to be getting, as we've been talking about this hour, from the other side up to and including uh, all sorts of political pressures and, and bribes even. You know, it, it might not be just death threats, although you, you know those are coming, uh, but also bribes and hey you know it's just like we saw in the movie 300 if you come over and betray your cause we'll we'll, we'll do this for you and, and, and that goes on all the time so whatever whatever the the people of god can do to counterbalance that pressure needs to be done and i and i wonder no though, Sam, how long is it going to take for this to come through how long will this how long will it take them to either do it or or abort it <laughs> as it were uh with regards to this decision I, that i haven't seen anything about that well, and that's why uh, Mike Lee and others are saying, uh, many conservatives, commentators, they're saying, look, let's release it right now. Let's just get this on the docket. There's no point in games and, and, exactly. and leaving it. The sooner, the sooner they codify this, the better. And I agree with that. When we come back next hour, though, I want to talk about this a little bit more. We have several other news topics to discuss for the remainder of the hour next hour. But I've got a little bit more that I want to talk about this. For example, you know, I agree that it's criminal if it's against the law to leak this data. Okay. So, you know, I, I stand with the current laws, and hey, if you leaked it and it's illegal, let's prosecute and have accountability. I don't agree with Mark Levine, though, that the whole world is going to come undone over this. I question, why don't we have a lot more transparency? Why is this such a novelty that we're getting a little bit of a glimpse about what our servants at the court is doing? I'm for more transparency. The leak doesn't bother me. It bothers me that it had to be leaked to give us the skinny on where they stand in the first place. Hang tight. We'll talk about that coming up second hour. Sam Bushman, James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. God save the republic. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. 
All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for May 4th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our 2 and 2 in the goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. James Edwards with me, well-known talk show host in his own right. Every Saturday evening is award-winning broadcast take to the airwaves. It's also available on archive 24-7 at thepoliticalcesspool.org. Check it out. Great commentary, great news the network reviews to use, and a whole lot more. Thepoliticalcesspool.org. Their claim to fame, ladies and gentlemen, race, politics, and hypocrisy in the 21st century. Uh, thepoliticalcesspool.org. So, James, we were talking last hour about Roe versus Wade. Uh, Martin Fox says abortion is the slaughter of the innocent, yet we keep hearing about safe, legal, and rare, but that's the lie. That's the propaganda being peddled by the mainstream press and your government for literally 50-plus years. And now the truth is coming out, ladies and gentlemen. Not even the pro-abortion national media or your government is able to cover up the recurring reality of women being harmed, severely injured by botched abortions and more. The pro-death racial agenda continues. But you know what? Now it might be overturned. Will it is the question. Uh, they say that the leaked information says that they will overturn Roe versus Wade. I don't know. I hope they do. But I don't have a lot of confidence. Mike Lee and other conservatives are saying, hey, let's release the real ruling and let's do it immediately now. Let's uh, jettison the debate, jettison the hold off. Let's get it done. Since it's already leaked, we know where you stand. Just release it. And I agree that we need to get that done. But ladies and gentlemen, what I find interesting is they want to prosecute the criminal that released this information. They want to go ahead and have a marshal investigate and everything else. And I understand that. And I support the law. If it's the law that it's illegal, fine. But you know what, James? I kind of have a different tactic. Why do we double down and create all these laws that create secrecy and create uh, classified information and create whatever? I get that on occasion there's some necessity for it on a very limited basis. But when you give them, give them an inch, they take a mile, James. And the problem with it is I think that we've got way, way too little when it comes to accountability and transparency and everything else. And why can't we be involved in the debate with the Supremes? If this was an intentional leak to try to put the finger in the wind and see where the American people will stand and what they'll stomach and everything else, that why haven't we just been brought on along the whole time for this kind of a thing? I don't know that I like the secrets all year long and then, hey, June comes around and they release everything and tell you where the gods stand on everything kind of an idea. I reject that. <laughs> they work for us. They're the judges. They're not the gods. They're the servants of we the people. And uh, you know what? I don't, I don't have any problem with being transparent and knowing kind of where they stand and what they think and understanding their internal debates and everything else. So personally, I mean, I understand everybody kind of melting down uh, about the leak. And, you know, I'm one of them that says, hey, you got to obey the law, right? I get that. But Mark Levin acts like the whole world's going to be, um, you know, melt down over this. Mark Levin says that the Supreme Court Roe versus Wade leak is a great assault. And the U.S. institutions in America are going to collapse if this is allowed to continue. I don't think so. I actually think it can make them actually stronger. Remember, they work for us, James. And imagine if you could just run around and have all kinds of secrets to your boss and not tell what's going on. You know, Look, this era of unprecedented uh, secrecy or whatever you want to call it, it's got to stop. So I kind of err on the side of Julian Assange, on the side of Edward Snowden, on the side of this leaker. Um, sure, I'm against the violation of laws, but I'm also saying, hey, maybe uh, in the era of changing bad law, uh, let's go ahead and 
have more transparency in the greatest country on the face of the earth, James? Well, I might err on the other side on this one with regard to the Supreme Court, and, and first of all, of course, they're not you know they're not our servants. Uh, they 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 were not elected by us, and they are unaccountable. I guess they were elected by the people we elect uh, to to represent us. But beyond that, uh, the the people have uh, very little influence over what these justices do, and they're there for life, and that that's a, a really bizarre system to me, but. If you're talking about leaks of governmental malfeasance, absolutely. Uh, that that's uh, and that's really what I, I think the main thing Snowden is remembered for, and, and Assange is. You know, they were they were leaking things. They were whistleblowers about corruption and criminality. Uh, I guess I would go back to what we were saying in the first hour with regard to this. I don't know if the exact same standards are applicable because of the political pressure and the threats of violence now that are going to be visited upon the Supreme Court justices who, in this case, yeah, but hold in, on. That, in, that's in a very rare thing, on are, this, are doing what's right. We should be cracking down on this violent agenda. If there's violence in the nation's capital in front of the Supreme Court, look, prosecute the violent criminals. Okay? Mm, but, hey, what's wrong with an open idea. debate in America, right? That's a novel idea. That's a novel idea. But I mean, how much? Tra how would the transparency look on something like this? If you've got a judge who's sort of uh, mulling it over, and look, I, I don't have any sort of naive fantasies after my experiences in the court with with a libel lawsuit that actually changed precedent in the state of Michigan. Uh, that these these justices are so concerned with rule of law that they deliberate and they pour over precedents and and things of that nature to come to the right legal decision. I mean, almost without exception, judges are political activists, and they rule based upon their biases, and they say, this is how I want to rule, and they tell their clerks, go find me something that'll, that'll back it up. So wouldn't, I, you I, look, love, <laughs> wouldn't you love to have the transparency behind your case and who twisted whose arms and who did what to literally say, yeah, the quintessential decision regarding uh, libel and slander is saying someone's a leader or whatever of the KKK. It turns out they're not. We document <laughs> in the court case they're not. And then we say, hey, but don't worry. Aesop's fable rules the day here. Uh, you know, you got a bad company. You keep James guilty as charged, even though it's not even true. So we're going to literally peddle um, propaganda, false information, fake news, whatever you want, and say that takes the cake when it comes to case reality regardless of case precedent regardless of the quintessential definition of things we're just going to jettison all that what behind the scenes made that happen james all right now you're, you're now you're uh laying Come the on trap now. for me and, and, and listen i'm walking into it i mean yes yes you are brother situation but, but i'm saying hey transparency <laughs> is a good thing now if you want to talk well, about how would national that security in the military and things like that how would that work? I mean, do you would you put uh, what a video camera that that's sort of like one of these live video feeds uh, as they deliberate and as they discuss? I mean, maybe that could work. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't do see that, how you, you get transparency. Uh, well, on for example, like for example, you've got this draft. Uh, we've been complaining that we should have drafts of bills out where people could see the bill before people vote on it. And the big argument is, oh, by golly, we can't get it out in time. You're going to vote on it, and you've got to vote to find out what's in it. Lie. We've been saying there needs to be transparency to bills and, hey, put the drafts out so everybody can see them and debate them and discuss them and read them and learn about them. Why not have the same thing here? If this draft has been available for someone to get a hold of it and leak it, 
Um, why can't we see where the draft is going, where the, you know, where they're kind of leaning, what they're doing, and uh, what, what about the other side? What other drafts do they have already created? Do they have drafts for all sides of this, depending on which way they vote in the end? And, and they've got all these mock drafts out there. Um, I'd love to see what the mock drafts are thinking and saying and what they're advocating for and what their justifications are. And, you know, this is where we can really dig in and get a handle. But well, why would know, this document course, just remain secret until in June they go, hey, the gods have spoken, right? Yeah, they come down and, and pass down their, uh, their, their rulings every once a year. They, they do need to go ahead and get this out because otherwise you're only inviting there to be a change of course based upon the pressure. We've talked about that. I, um, of course, and you know what the left's going to do with this, which is very different than what law-abiding Christian citizens do. The left gets wind of something they don't like, and they're going to pull out all the stops. If, 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 if this was leaked... Yeah, and, and if there's a ruling crazy that prosecute. we were opposed to, we would just say, "Oh well, the courts have spoken." You know, that's how we would handle it. And and again, and I'm saying that's got to stop. Yeah, but you know, we've been born in this nadir of American history, Sam. This particular time frame at which we've lived our lives these past few decades, and sometimes the proper strategy is to wait. I said this again earlier in the show: time and circumstance must be right for a cause to flourish, and conditions need to be favorable. But those conditions, maybe talked about this in the last segment too, or last hour about how change or uh, things are turning politically. Uh, so maybe conditions are beginning to start a realignment. But there's a lot of times that the the time has to meet. The man, the moment has to meet the man. And for pro-life advocates, you just couldn't do that uh, before there was this polarization as there is now. Just the timing wasn't right. That You weren't going to be successful. Now maybe you can. So uh, they've got all these uh, scans and different things where medically you can see that it's a baby, that it's beyond debate that it's a baby now. We didn't have that back in the day. You know, how right. familiar Good are the point. Supreme Court justices with those realities? Are they discussing them? Are they trying to undermine them or ignore them? or set those aside, you know, how scientific-based are their arguments, their discussions, and, and the debates behind the scenes. And I look at a lot of the Every issue almost wants to go to the Supreme Court now. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Somebody's hoping, by golly, we hope we get a split decision. We hope this. We hope that. We hope we can, um, you know, get it all the way to the Supreme Court for a real ruling. And everybody believes that's the answer. But how much simpler would it be, more clear would it be, if we could get a lot of these court discussions to be a lot more transparent? Um I don't know that most things that end up at the Supreme Court, I think they'd be solved way before they ever get there. But when they're all in secret, in a vacuum, hey, everybody advocates for their cause. They can't even get a hold of the debate. It's hard to come out with a mediated solution or a public opinion answer or any the other things. All those things are off the table. And so we say, well, we don't want the courts to be political, Sam. That's why it's like this. Well, how non-political is it to leave the people out of the discussion? Would Roe versus Wade have been passed if we were completely transparent back in the day? I See, I believe if we were completely transparent back in the day, uh, they would not have been able to pull their shenanigans, and we would never have Roe versus Wade in the beginning. Well, it's, it's bigger than that, too, Sam. We're sort of advocating for the integrity of the court because for once in our life, they're going to make a decision that we like. But they should have never had that much power. I mean, you, you, you say, yeah, it's legal. We say it's legal to murder your children. The state should have just said, nope, and the president should have said, nope. I mean, nope, you're crazy. Not going to happen. That's what should have happened. It shouldn't be as powerful as it is. Amen to that. James have Edwards you ever seconds. heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. 
Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm advocating for transparency because I don't believe Roe versus Wade would have even been uh, pro-death if we were to have transparency. If you go study the original case, they lied. They manipulated reality in the public opinion of the, of the people. This idea, ladies and gentlemen, is really, really uh, pivotal in how they passed Roe versus Wade. They lied to the people, okay? They said, safe, legal, and rare. That's the mantra they've used, and that was a lie even back then. It wasn't safe, legal, and rare. It wasn't legal. To make it legal, they went against all court case precedent. They went against God's law, thou shalt not kill. Uh, They went against everything we held dear in America, the whole purpose of government being pro-life. And they did it by this legal, let's make it legal, let's just lie. Safe, legal, rare. It isn't safe, and it isn't rare. The whole agenda, if we were to have transparency, look, the flat-out pro-abortion agenda has racist origins. They're going to literally say, James is a racist because of the company he keeps. No fact, no evidence, no, you know, but yet you know, Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, the pro-abortion industry, they're as racist as it gets. Just imagine if all that was laid out to the people back in the day. Would we even have Roe versus Wade, James? Well, probably because the people didn't vote on it. You know, that, that's that's funny, Sam. You asked that. And, and by the way, that is uh, what, one of the things that that was leaked is, uh, I believe it was Alito that, that documented uh, the uh, proficiency of, of the racist reality. Yeah. And uh, and how that's uh, you know, depressed their birth rates and all of that. But uh, so that that's going to be put in there. But Elizabeth Warren, during her shrill screaming outside of uh, on the streets of Washington, saying the people never voted for this, the people didn't vote for this to be over. Well, I don't remember them voting uh, to put it in. 
I mean, basically every change that has been for the worse in this country, and there have been many of them, many of them, not very many that has resulted in the the death of tens of millions of, of uh, Americans, but like this one, but all of the changes that radical progressivism has thrust upon us have been done without a vote. I, I didn't see anybody voting for homosexual marriage. I didn't see anybody voting uh, to, to to have Roe versus Wade put in in the first place. So all of this stuff about, well, well the people didn't vote for this. What has that ever bothered them before? Never. That's right. And I find it interesting. I think if we had a lot more transparency where the people could be involved a whole lot more, one of the right remedies for out-of-control belligerent judges that jettison uh, case precedent, jettison moral high ground, uh, they're called activist judges, whatever you want to call Look, we can impeach those judges. That's the rightful remedy when a judge is out of control. Look, they're not there for, le- for life, as people believe. Go research. They're there for life based on good behavior. And in my opinion, all the judges that, that promoted pro-death and doubled down on the racist agenda of, of the Roe decision to murder the most innocent among us in a racial agenda to destroy the black race and everything else. Look, that should have been exposed, should have been transparent. The people should have been literally having their heads, not, not, not in a literal way, but I mean, in, in terms of impeachment, those judges should have all been impeached. Most of them are Republican, by the way, James. We, we have talked about this before with regards to, to what may have been Sanger's intentions there. But it's as I said, Sam, people still have to be accountable for their own actions. If Margaret Sanger had built an abortion mill in my backyard, that doesn't mean that my wife would have walked through the doors. So I, I, I get it. And, and that is something that pro-life advocates have certainly talked about over the years. And it's something that's being included in this decision, it, it, it would appear. But just because you, you build an abortion clinic in a black neighborhood doesn't mean that they have to go. So at some point, you know, again, the buck has to stop with the individual. But still, it's it's worth talking about. I agree completely. The point is the propaganda, though. When most people believe, hey, if the president says you're going to wear a mask, that's the law. And they don't realize because they're not involved in this reality, this transparency, this accountability. Look, hey, we need to educate people about the checks and balances of America. And one of the great checks and balances, look, you know what, President, I appreciate that you say we've got to wear masks, but we're not going to do it. There's no law that says so, and don't pretend there is. They literally said on planes, federal law requires da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then it turns out, no, the court said federal law doesn't require that. President, you're wrong. How come the courts can say um, well, that doesn't violate federal law, or that isn't federal law, that isn't law. But yet we the people can't say that? Yeah, See, we that... the people need to understand we can and must say that. If we're going to have the Constitution upheld, the checks and balances need to be registered by we the people, demanding accountability and transparency here. So if I say, if I get on a plane and they say it's the law, the federal law, Sam, you're going to be prosecuted if you don't wear a mask. And I say, look, it's not the law. Then they laugh at me and go, ha, 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 yeah, it is, Sam, whatever. And then the court says, no, it's not the law. Now it's not. Hold on now. Yeah, it either was or it wasn't, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly, Sam. And this is something that, again, I, I don't want to be of two minds on this. We cure the court on the rare occasion when it gives us a decision that is that is just, uh, but uh, we we question its legitimacy otherwise. It, um, it has too much power. It was always intended to be the weakest branch of government. Now, these not just the Supreme and how's the Court, best? Hold on, James. Supreme how's Court. the best way to reduce its power, my friend? There's one way. What with the Constitutional Congress? How do you make the How do you make the cockroaches run? 
We're talk- <laughs> you, you're going back to the, yeah, okay, all right. I, I, yeah, well, you shine the light on it there, buddy. Well, they decrease their power now. Yeah, but okay, but the only way you can do that is if you have an honest media, which you don't, all right? So you're going to get people like us shining the light on them, but that is not going to phase them because the media is completely in, in, on board with most of their decisions and gives them safe cover. So, I mean, no, it's it's a good idea, but it just you got to have that spotlight and able to do it, and, and with the media under system control, that's a, that's a tough thing. But, but it still goes back to, look, I don't care if, if nine murderous thugs – tell you or tell me or tell all of us that we have the right to murder our children, uh, that ought to be illegal. I mean, why, why does the court get to, to say what is and isn't? I mean, that that's something that the Congress should do. And by the way, speaking of the president, uh, did you know that in 1982, Biden came out passionately in favor of uh, uh, overturning Roe versus Wade? And kicking it back to the states. This was in 1982. I saw somebody put up a speech that he gave in 1982 when that was just what five years after yeah, that's Roe, right. uh, the inception of Roe. And so he and was fighting. I don't know what happened. I'm talking about years. How would the conservatives or how would the liberals respond if they knew that you know, hey, Joe has been act, asking for that, pushing for that. Uh, now he doesn't say much about it. Now he's so cognitively challenged that people are kind of wondering what the heck he's saying. Uh, but back in 1982, <laughs> he advocated for that big time. And, hey, why didn't that get used in radio commercials and TV commercials? And why didn't we highlight that and push people to the wall on this and stuff? See, this transparency is one of the great keys that we have, my fellow Americans. I agree that it's hard. I agree that the media will jettison it. And I agree. But look, if we're going to ever hold a judge accountable for their actions, we're going to have to know what their actions are. And then if we know what their actions are and we impeach them, the next judge is going to be a whole lot less likely to be some belligerents on the bench, some activists on the bench jettisoning case precedents and such. So we have got to learn to use the checks and balances, and transparency is one of the great keys to do that. And you say, well, Sam, oh, this- we don't want the courts to be political. They're already political, folks. Look at it. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, and this is a good conversation. This is a good conversation. And, of course, with the advent of social media and the Internet, uh, people who are shut out of legacy or mainstream or establishment or controlled press organs uh, certainly have a voice and can do more organizing in that way to, to, to shine the spotlight, as you say, Sam. But it still goes back to, as I say, the Supreme Court and the circuit courts. Sometimes it doesn't even have to go all the way up to the Supreme Court for you to get, you know, we saw Trump's uh, travel ban you know was shut down by a by a circuit court judge or well you know some judge in hawaii overrules the president on a whim court shouldn't have as much power as they do that's for sure that's another battle but right now we're talking about roe versus wade and and in this case we we agree with what the court's doing and we hope that they're able to push it through for once for the good amen to that and i believe we the people can play a pivotal role in this when i speak transparency ladies and gentlemen that transparency only does good if we do something about it Okay, Satan knows Jesus is the Christ, but it ain't helping him none, right? Um, We need to take action. (laughs) We need to get involved in meaningful ways to push this pro-life focus to where it's not debatable. If 80% of Americans said, yes, Supreme Court, uh, we love the decision that you've made. We commend you. We stand with you. and, And it was so overwhelming that the media could not spin the narrative, could not write the narrative, could not force their agenda see we could make the difference now now is the window of opportunity okay now is the time that we can really speak out and make a difference and you know what i think that we should you know and the liberals want to confront everybody and get crazy i think we should confront the supreme court justices the what are they the 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 four liberals 
that are going to oppose this or write the dissenting view. I think we should politely confront them, politely explain to them, look, the whole purpose of government is pro-life. There is no other purpose of government, period. So yeah, you need to advocate for pro-life or else, you know what, would push for your impeachment. Justices, you got that? We're not promoting any violence. We will use the tools given to us by our founders, though, the checks and balances, to advocate for the truth. Because the truth shall set you free. Liberty Roundtable Live. Hang tight. Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Author J.D. Vance won Ohio's GOP Senate primary on Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, it ain't the death of the America First agenda. Vance will run against Democrat Tim Ryan in November. Trump's endorsements are 77 wins, zero losses in Illinois and Ohio. After Tuesday's Supreme Court of the United States draft leak illegally obtained by Politico, indicating Roe versus Wade may be on its final days, President Biden, without mentioning the lives it would save, talks about the impact of unwanted pregnancies. Look, the idea that concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose. Any change to Roe versus Wade would not eliminate abortion. It would make states the deciding factor in America. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Before I started taking balance of nature, I was so exhausted. And they found nothing wrong. Everything was good. Just no energy. For years, I was so worn out. Well, I want to tell you, balance of nature has been so good for me. I'm 84 years old, and I feel like I'm 30. I want to scream with happiness. I feel like I'm 30 years old now. So I want to thank balance of nature for everything, because this has been the best, best thing I've ever done. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Carmen Deck, who was condemned to death following a double murder conviction after three trials, was executed Tuesday evening in Bonterra, Missouri by lethal injection. Deck was accused of fatally shooting James and Selma Long after robbing them in 1996 when he was 30 years old. Police said he confessed to the killing, but Deck's defense argued at trial it was a false confession. A cabinet member serving two presidents has died. Norman Mineta, the first Asian-American to become a federal cabinet secretary, has died at the age of 90. Mineta served under both Democrat Bill Clinton and Republican George W. Bush. When he served as federal transportation secretary, he ordered commercial flights grounded after the 9-11 terror attacks in 2001. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. NASCAR racing will be in Darlington, South Carolina this weekend. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. All right, 
back with you live. Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio. So our prayers are with the Supreme Court. They'll do the right thing and stand for pro-life. The only purpose of legitimate government and all judges that stand against that effort should be literally impeached for their criminal activity. Ladies and gentlemen, pro-death is criminal. Just so you know, thou shalt not kill as God's edict. And uh, thou, you know, thou shalt not kill as part of the law of our land, ladies and gentlemen. But we let them do it with impunity, and it's got to stop. It's got to stop, and it's got to stop now. And we, the people, could literally weigh in and make that the reality uh, if we just would stand up in the culture wars boldly, nobly, independently. Anyway, our prayers are that we do that. Switching to another topic with James Edwards, the political org with us on your radio. Disney lost $63 billion in, quote, market capitalization since going full quote woke in florida james that's a lot of money buddy it's great news we've been talking about this on the radio as well in fact we did a couple of segments on what's going on in florida just last saturday and i would say too uh, as we transition from the roe versus wade thing a five to four majority is razor thin it only takes one to succumb to the pressure or to the bribes or to whatever's going to be coming their way they need to get this out very quickly but with regard to Florida, I mean, this just goes to show when popular sentiment meets with governmental power, the good guys can do great things. And you have a guy down there who has done great things, and that is Ron DeSantis. Now, no, he's not perfect. Uh, as uh, my guest put it last Saturday, he's not our guy, but he's not not our guy. Okay, uh, there is a lot of things about the Santas that I like very, very much. And what's going on with Disney is the government, the state, the people rose up so often, especially with Republicans, I think they are beholden to big business and to, and to corporations. But the Santas rose up because of Disney's muddying the waters of the so-called don't say gay bill and punched him right in the nose, and it has cost them plenty. So, of course, I know you've probably covered this, Sam, but what they're doing, and what they're doing happened so fast. It went from Ron DeSantis mentioning it to four days later being on the floor of the state house. That's how fast it happened because the state legislature in Florida uh, marches. It's Republican-dominated, and it marches in lockstep with DeSantis because he's a man of action. He's a man of vision. He's a strong man. He has the courage to lead and to stand up for his constituents who elected him. And they're threatening to take away Disney's right to basically self-govern itself uh, it has its own jurisdiction the reedy creek improvement district uh, and their disney can do all sorts of things they have their own sort of uh, emt force and fire department and uh, they don't have to go through the county to get approval for construction and things like that it's basically its own government and and the state of florida is now threatening not just threatening but this poised to take it away but that's not the only thing i mean everybody knows what desantis is doing to disney but that's not the only thing that's going on there that should be of uh importance to conservatives and to constitutionalists listen to other things that has happened uh, on desantis's watch in florida uh over the course of the last couple of years. Florida left OSHA, all right? In uh, November 2021, DeSantis signed a bill which was passed by the Florida legislature that removed Florida from the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration. All right, so you, you have Florida decoupling from uh, the federal Leviathan in different ways. The Florida school boards, 
the Florida School Boards Association withdrew from the National School Board Association. Uh, that That's huge, Sam, because of all the filth and degeneracy and antichrist propaganda coming out of the National School, School Board Association. Florida said, well, no thanks. We'll just do it ourselves on a state level. And in doing so, they rejected 40%, nearly half, of all of the 2022 textbooks that were approved by the United States Department of Education. Florida rejected half of those, all right, because it contained LGBT and critical race theory propaganda into uh, the lessons as well as Common Core. Nearly 50% of textbooks rejected by the state of Florida that were approved by the U.S. Department of Education. All right. Uh, Florida Health Department has rejected the gender care, uh, the gender confirmation care program for minors uh, that came out of the U.S. Health and Human Services. I probably don't need to go into detail. You can guess that that's uh, what, what that program is all, all about. Uh, so Florida uh, uh, disassociated itself from that. It was a Florida judge. It was a federal judge, but a federal judge from Florida that lifted the U.S. Uh, Department of Transportation's mask mandate. Okay, this goes back to what we we're talking about before, realignment. Uh, what uh, conservatives are able to do now with the court. They've always been used against us. Here you have, in just a couple of weeks, uh, the court's working for us, potentially with Roe versus Wade, but certainly uh, in Florida, it was a federal judge in Florida who lifted the uh, mask mandate, and that applied to the airlines, of course. Florida rejected all of that COVID-related insanity. Uh, they have uh, created a state guard, a state guard uh, in, in response to uh, BLM. Uh, they pla uh, uh, passed an anti-riot law of 2021. Uh, and on and on and on. It just goes to show, hey, folks, it's never over. I know throughout the course of our lifetimes we've been beaten and beaten and beaten on cultural issues, on law and order, you name it. But here in Florida, all of a sudden, and with God's will and Jesus' help, maybe it can continue. But they're doing a lot of things down there, Sam, not just Disney. A lot of things are going on in Florida that should very much excite constitutional conservatives and Christians. There's no doubt about it, and it's true that there's not just one instance. Uh, some make the mainstream press. That's why you hear about them. So, uh, you know, you heard about the bill in California or bill in Florida about hey, we're not gonna, you know, don't say gay lies. But you know, that bill was landmark in terms of truly jettisoning perverted education. Uh, this Disney thing. Why should Disney have its own quote special privilege to have their own? literally be judged during an execution or they have their own government without checks and balances literally a carved out little section in the state called disney country almost right why should disney be allowed to have that uh, especially with their perverted woke agenda they're promoting and even the employees are, are rioting at disney going wait a minute hold on this isn't what i'm signing up for this agenda they're pushing now and so we're starting to see americans stand up and get involved and this is the transparency that i'm talking about uh, how many governors would stand up if we were to back them and there was transparency on what they're really doing. Most of the conservatives are afraid because what happens is the mainstream press spins it and makes them look horrible. So they're afraid to take on these real issues. But if we That's can right. literally get out the message about what they're really doing, uh, I think that the don't say gay bill, I think most Americans realize that was bogus. They understood what Ron was doing. And so I think we're gaining ground in this front, and I think that it helps with transparency, and it helps the American people be involved, and it helps us apply the checks and balances, James. Well, you said something key there, Sam, uh, and that is the fact you touched on it, that the media, of course, chooses which voices to amplify. And if you've got the establishment press amplifying only voices of the left, that's going to put an unrealistic pressure on the elected officials and the judges and whoever else they're trying to apply this pressure to. 
But obviously, in a state like Florida, this guy got elected because of his positions. So let those voices be heard. And I think uh, because few people take the time to write a letter or send an email to an elected official. I mean, it's got to be amplified. The voices of the people, the voices of populist dissent need to be amplified by, by, by the media. Uh, and, and of course, that's not happening. But uh, in Florida, listen, that, that, that is a lot of good things that's happened very quickly in one state. And Florida is not a throwaway state. I mean, whether it's the fourth uh, most populous and powerful state in the, in the country behind California, New York, and Texas, uh, if it was its own country, it would be, <laughs> you know, in the, in the top half of most powerful countries in the, in, in the world in terms of population and uh, economic power and things like that. So, hey, listen, folks, it's never over. I'm going to be talking about this this weekend with the guest. On uh, We're going to further lay out a, a lot of good things that are happening, a lot of positive change that's happening uh, that, of course, would be hushed up or distorted by uh, the gatekeepers of the media. Now, he who has the, the gold makes the rules, right, Sam? Yes, indeed. He who owns the media makes, makes the rules for sure. But I'll tell you what, you know, we're starting to see even when the liberals double down and do something stupid, uh, at first it seems negative, but the repercussions, the blowback, the pushback, the rejection of their narrative is starting to be legendary as well. Let me give you an example. In California now, they just uh, basically made it to where, hey, Medi-Cal, which is like a Medicaid, but it's for the state of California, right? Medi-Cal is given to everybody above 50 years old, including illegal aliens, James. Now, at first glance, you could say, whoa, that's horrible. It is, folks, it is. but it's showing the evil hand of the progressive liberals. It's showing the evil hand of those who, they don't care about our borders, they don't care about citizens, they don't care about, okay, and, and Americans are seeing that, and even California is starting to go, whoa, you're building a bridge too far on this one, people. James? Well, I'll tell you something else. Uh, I don't know about in California necessarily, but in places like Florida and Texas, I mean, for years and years and years, it was always considered that every time you had uh, Hispanics or uh, people from outside of the United States coming in, it was uh, illegal aliens, that is, uh, it was basically a voter registration drive for the Democrats. But the Democrats have gotten so far off the reservation with regards to wokeism and trans that a lot of the Hispanics are beginning to vote Republican. This is a shift that just happened in the last election. It caught everybody off guard. Hang tight. Hang tight. Everybody to live in seconds on your favorite news. The networks refuse to use station. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Ammon Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho. Because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. Back with you live, Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. There's so much to discuss. There's so little time, my fellow Americans. It's amazing. We're talking about this California decision. Amazingly enough, Medi-Cal, which is the equivalent of Medicaid, but for the state of California, if you will, literally now making it available to everybody above 50 years old, including illegal aliens. It is shocking, James. Yeah, but not surprising. I mean, especially out there. I mean, thankfully, this isn't... uh... It hasn't uh, expanded beyond the borders of California, uh, but that is, I guess, what you would say, par for the course of California. Hard to even, you know, that just goes to, that, that, that's another thing, you know, we talk about, Sam. Hard to even consider California being part of the same nation. Now, again, we, we could get into the tall grass about what is the difference between a country and a nation. A nation is typically referred to as a group of people, a group of people, Um with a similar culture and bloodlines and experiences and history and heroes and all of that, whereas a country is just a geographical mass or maybe a government. It's, it's wonderful when a country and a nation can be one and the same and overlap, but it's hard to imagine a state like California being part of the same country as states like Utah or, or states like Tennessee, where, where we're from, uh, because the politics over there are just so radically different, and you have to wonder, can there be an amicable union when states like that are so diametrically opposed to one another and truly, truly consider each other to be enemies? That's a tough, James, that's a tough arrangement to, to keep. The, I want you to speak to the fact that it's going to get worse, too, though. I don't think you've seen nothing yet when it comes to the polarization. Well, it, it very well could. Uh, I, I think with regards to the polarization, so long as, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about the news coming from the Supreme Court, but it still doesn't ameliorate uh, the overall crisis that when you force people that are so diametrically opposed to one another, that so diametrically, that have, that have views on issues that are so diametrically opposed to one another, they can't even agree on whether or not a God exists or whether or not the murder of babies is, in fact, murder. And, and that's just a couple of the issues. I mean, there's so many more, so many more above and beyond that. The whole thing with trans and radical feminism and just the deconstruction, the never-ending drumbeat of war against uh, the, the family. Uh, how, do you, how do you keep that together? 
should you keep that together? That's the question. I mean, again, again, I'm glad about what's going on at the Supreme Court, but it doesn't change anything that uh, the polarization is getting worse, the amount of vitriol for for different groups of people uh, against one another is getting worse. And I don't see that going away, Sam. I don't see that going away. I think once these, maybe, maybe some of these people who have succumbed to the culture of death or this demonic spirit or, or whatever it is that makes them think the way they do, maybe that maybe some of them can be redeemed. But a lot of them I don't think can be or will be or want to be. And do you, is it in the best interest of our people, and that's what I care about. I don't care about America as a country. I care about my family. I care about my people, our people. Is it in the best interest to keep this union together? It's just, you know, you, you go back to the war between the states and, and what differences they had back then. They were still uh, of, of one kind. They still celebrated the same holidays. They still had the same language. They still had so much commonality. But they went to war against one another. It, 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 now the differences compared to what there were in the 1860s are a thousandfold. Is it in our best interest to stay together? I don't think it is. I want there to be a secession. I want there to be a separation. I think that's the only way forward. Or it's just going to be constant violence or threats of violence or, or disdain. I think we'd be better off apart. I think the world would be better off apart with a weaker America, to be honest. America has not used its power well, and- for good. And the problem with that discussion is the way America's chopped up now, you would have very unique issues with, say, two nations uh, crossing each other's boundaries. In other words, to get to the Rocky Mountain states, which may be part of uh, the South or whatever you want to call it, the conservative states, um, there's not a divide that makes sense at this point, right? Uh, all the liberals would control all the coasts, so all the trade and all the uh, issues related to uh, commerce, et cetera, uh, international trade and relations. We would have to go through California or some of these places for almost all of our trade issues and things. So th- the divide may be complicated indeed, adding insult to injury to a great degree, James, as well. Yeah, you're right about that. When we were talking before, just on this case of abortion, we were doing the, what was it, the 19, the 18, and the 13, the, the states that would have it codified, the states that would have it outlawed, and the states that would have it neither uh, banned or permitted uh, based upon state law. Uh, the, 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 in the, there is no pattern to that. I mean, yeah, I mean, overall there is. I mean, you, you've got the coastal states. Uh, on both sides, the left coast and the east coast are obviously your left-wing areas, and then the south and some of the Mountain West states uh, uh, make up uh, the, the the remainder. Uh, and then you've got a you know Colorado here and uh, Illinois there uh, that's going to go along with the with the coasts. But it, it wouldn't be like you see in Europe, where you know each country is just sort of there, and it makes sense. Uh, in in America, if you had that partition, if it split into two, if it split into two. You would have to cross one country to get to the other side. Let's just say the coastal states make up their own country. This is hypothetical, I understand, but just for argument's sake, the coastal states make up their own country, and the rest of us make up ours. You would have to cross our country to get to each side of their country. So I don't know if it would be like that or um, if it would partition to many smaller states, but the the history tells us that it happened. Another assertion is based on our debt, the Chinese and the Russians and the 
whoever owns our debt would carve up the country in their liking as well. So that brings up another threat or concern. But to make the point about the international discussion, I don't know if you know about the International Energy Agency, but there is an international energy agency right now that is literally saying we need to start to create lockdowns uh, to to achieve our climate change goals. Because of the climate, they need to lock you down, James, internationally speaking, so that you don't continue to just destroy the environment and the climate uh, as you and me and others are doing now. They're literally making that assertion right now. Well, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if America, or at least part of the government, wouldn't wouldn't going along with that. Uh, but uh, look, I mean, it, it would appear as though either partition of America, if it were ever to break up, and it's not unfathomable, folks. I mean, again, who who could have seen Roe versus Wade being overturned even a week ago today? I mean, it wasn't even really on the radar. I mean, we always hoped, yeah, Trump put these justices in, but nothing really goes good for Christians or conservatives in this country, not in a long, long time, not on this level. Uh, and now, yet, here we are one week later. And it was the same way with the Soviet Union. Say, you're talking about debt and all of this. I mean, the Soviet Union was this evil empire, and then all of a sudden... It was gone. You woke up one morning and the wall uh, had had been torn down and the Soviet Union no longer existed. Who would have ever thought that during the Cold War that you would just wake up one day in the late 80s and early 90s and, uh, hey, the whole nation's gone. Uh, all of that stuff would obviously have to be sorted out, but these things get sorted out because throughout history, uh, countries have risen and empires have fallen and and it happens i mean you see the balkanization the old soviet union has fractured into many different uh, nation states and 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 that could happen again here just because it hasn't happened on this continent it happens all over the world all the time throughout history including very recent history and perhaps again in in ukraine uh, still to come in the very near future so that that stuff would have to be worked out. I don't know how that gets worked out, but it has always been worked out throughout history, and it would have to be worked out here as well. All right, well, i got good news to end the hour, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys remember the Mike Brown case, but Mike Brown was a gentleman in Utah, and uh, he literally went into his uh, legislative body in the, in the state of Utah, the Capitol building, and he was advocating for a certain bill. And when he went into the Capitol building, uh, they, somebody was there passing out stickers. And so he grabbed one of the stickers because it agreed with his uh, political views and agenda and uh, squared with what he was advocating for uh, at the hearing, if you will, or at the uh, public comment period. So he put this sticker on and went in there, and they literally arrested him. And they threw him on the ground, and they did all these things to him and everything else. Amazingly enough, it turns out they just dismissed his case yesterday. And uh, so now he's um, not liable. They literally had uh, attacked him, not only physically when they arrested him for wearing the sticker. They said, you can't have a sticker on uh, in the court. And he was willing to take it off, but it wasn't good enough because they wanted him to leave. And he said, no, I'm not leaving. I, I need to stay here and advocate for my bill. And anyway, long story short, the cops all got sideways with him. It was out of control. The highway patrol got involved and everything else. And they arrested him. They beat him up pretty good and everything else. He wasn't happy with it. Uh, and bottom line, the case got dismissed just yesterday so that's great 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 news uh and the question that i emailed back mike is hey now are you going to sue them because they were out of line if they dismiss the case this easily they know they don't have a leg to stand on so the question is we're going to sue and create greater accountability and i'm waiting for mike's response on that but i thought i'd bring that to your attention as well uh ladies and gentlemen you literally have these people rioting and committing violence outside the supreme court today uh, because of the roe versus wade hopefully rejection of the pro-death agenda um, and they're literally rioting outside the courts now. Mike can't even go into the state of Utah with a sticker on. 
So to some degree, some of these conservative states are just as tyrannical uh, as some of the liberal places. I mean, I'm not for uh, rioting in the streets, but I am for allowing people to uh, express themselves and allow people to have their own views and uh, peacefully advocate for those views. And we need to allow uh, that to happen in the state of Utah. They tried to stop that. Thank heavens Mike has the upper hand now. Uh, as they realize the error of their ways or the criminal activity of their behavior, and hopefully we can rein in. This is what I mean by transparency, ladies and gentlemen. Before Liberty Roundtable Live and many other advocates of truth, you wouldn't have even heard. You would have just heard from the cops that Mike was a bad guy, and the cops stopped him. And then when they dismissed their case, you would have heard nothing about it. It's great news, James. Well, thank God for small miracles, Sam. Yes, I mean, and even though this may seem like a small issue compared to the one we've been talking about for the uh, majority of the show, all of these things need to be celebrated, and, and we need to have hope. We need to have hope, big and small, uh, that things can and will change. So anytime you get a story like this, it's always worth sharing. And we also need to realize, ladies and gentlemen, that this makes a big difference. I mean, these small issues are eventually what creates uh, protection against greater tyranny. Uh, so if they were allowed to have their way with Mike without accountability and without transparency, the next one will be worse and worse and worse and worse. Now that Mike's won, now that they've had to back off and release the case or drop it, whatever, um, the benefit is, you know what, they aren't going to be able to have their way going forward near as easily. So this is really important because small things, in my opinion, uh, in other words, the door swings on a tiny hinge. And we need to understand the repercussions of Mike standing up for himself, of we the people standing with him in the media and making this a real discussion for the public this transparency which is what i've been talking about for two hours that is key for less abuse more liberty down the road james amen sam it's been a great uh, great show today it's always encouraging when we're able to talk about encouraging things doesn't happen all the time uh you keep traveling safe brother can't wait to see you soon as your travels continue next month as well but love being on with you love you dearly there he goes, James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org. Check out his award-winning program every Saturday night live and, of course, anytime on demand at thepoliticalcesspool.org. I'm Sam Bushman, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, brighteonradio.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.